The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. Welcome in another week. The East Coast Bias Boys back by popular demand. It's the Ringer Gambling Show. Raheem Palmer, Mr. California, Joe House, Yes, truly, John Jastrzemski. Fellas, house, I was all over the Broncos last night. I thought I wasn't going to see a minute of the game because I expected to be at Yankee Stadium. The weather had other plans. Hey, dude, whatever it takes, man, I don't care if it's ugly. When I cash a ticket, I'm giddy, bro. That's it. Broncos and the under. You know, the only thing I worried about, JJ, you said back by popular demand. I will say back by demand. I don't know how popular. That was a tough week last week. I mean... There was, it was already, it was a dirty slate and I, I didn't go very heavy in it. My own self. The only thing that I really felt good about was the Patriots last week in that week six. And then I had a very gentle teaser of the Jaguars up to eight and a half and Seattle up to eight and a half. That was really the only like reasonable, uh, Wong style teaser that was really on the board. But otherwise last week was a bloodbath, right? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, we spoke we spoke about this yesterday when you weren't on, but it just that's a week that I want to forget. And I think the only thing that really saved me is that I was really high on the Philadelphia Eagles and they tried to blow it as well. So we got to move on. So <laughs> that's what you know what Puff Daddy said. Got to move on. <laughs> well, guys, listen, right now, the NFL is an absolute cesspool. Let's call it what it is outside of Buffalo. 
Kansas City, who I still am going to put in that top tier, even without Tyree Kill. The Eagles, who are off to this undefeated, unbelievable start. I mean, boys, we look up and down the league, and it feels like everybody is between two and four and four and two. And Raheem, I know you've been doing this for a long time. The parity right now throughout the sport is off the freaking charts right now, dude. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, look, you got a team like the Baltimore Ravens who literally could be 6-0 and because they've had double-digit leads in every single game. They're just... They've lost three games. So, like, I mean, they blew a a 10-point lead last week in the fourth quarter. They blew two 17-point leads. So that tells you how difficult this league is, the handicap right now. And then the parity is just, like, let let me ask you guys a question. We all know Buffalo and Kansas City are probably the two best teams in the league. Maybe you have Philly next. Who's the next three or four? If you ask every everybody that question, you'll probably get a different answer. You're going to get different answers. Totally going to get different answers. Like, if we were to jot them down right now off the top of our head, it would be like, all right, you got three teams, I got three teams, House has three teams. And House, I think from a future standpoint, what I think the three of us really need to do over the next few weeks is find an NFC team to go and back. Because right now, Philadelphia is way ahead of the market. They're undefeated. The AFC, I think we're on a collision course for some combo of Buffalo, Kansas City, and maybe one gets picked off, but the other one is basically a shoe and They're going to be there. I think the three of us need to put our minds together, find an NFC team to back, because I think that conference house is wide freaking open as we move forward in November, December, and beyond. Yeah, I like what you're you're talking about here, JJ, and, and there will be some opportunity. I think just big picture... Something for us to keep in mind when we size up next season is how under this this new uh, rubric, this new schedule, 18 weeks, it's, the season is a third, a third, a third. And we just finished the first third. And you have to remember that with the shortened preseason and how many teams um, affirmatively don't play their guys, their top guys at all in the preseason, it's kind of a different model that we have now, a different trajectory. And I think that more than anything is really the biggest uh, contributor and, and, and culprit, depending on your point of view, to why there is this uncertainty and, and why there's a lack of clarity around the top teams. I mean, for me, the two teams, and it's kind of an obvious thing for the in the NFC, I have Dallas and San Francisco there. I'm not ready to invest in Minnesota yet, even though I have my future tickets on Minnesota winning their division, making the playoffs. I'm very happy. We talked it all through it back in August, this crew right here, East Coast Bias. We were on the Vikings, but I don't see anything that makes me feel oh, like... Oh, is it Super Bowl you, contender? Right, no come chance, on, House. Come and on. You know what? Let's give ourselves a round of applause. They're going to be a playoff team this year. They have exceeded maybe what some expectations were within the division, but I watched all four quarters of that game against my beloved Miami Dolphins who were playing either Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. And and the Vikings could not have impressed me less, Raheem, you know, in that game. Let's be honest. I know you had Miami plus three and a half. If Jalen Waddle doesn't get stripped, the Miami Dolphins probably win that game. And we're talking about, all right, same old Vikings, same old Vikings. They'll win 10, 11, 12 games. House, you nailed it. They're not doing a damn thing in the playoffs. I can say that with certainty right now. Sorry, Minnesota. <laughs> I would be, I will wear the Viking skull costume for an NFC championship game. Not even a Super Bowl, Raheem. I'll wear it for the NFC championship game, old dolled up for East Coast bias. 
That team is not winning multiple playoff games. No chance. It's totally outlandish that if you look at the NFC odds right now, you got the Philadelphia Eagles plus 220. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 500. And right behind them is the Minnesota Vikings at plus 650. I think this may be one of the worst five and one teams I've ever seen. And I know the Giants are five and one as well, but at least they're priced appropriately within the market. To me, I just think there's value on the Cowboys at plus 950. I agree with House. If the San Francisco 49ers, they get healthy at plus 750, I think there's value on them. So I think you have two teams who have two of the best defenses in the league. And if they're healthy, they're going to be scary in the playoffs. I like the idea that you guys are now uh, on board. House, I didn't realize you were on board with a Niner future ticket. That's good to know. You know, when we went through this, I came into our um, podcast back in August sizing up that division and was prepared to invest um, heavily in the Rams, but the Rams scared me. And we had a very nice conversation, the three of us, uh, back then around kind of the the vulnerability of the Rams because they don't they 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 are so heavily invested in all their frontline guys they can't sustain any injury whatsoever so there was value on the 49ers on their division ticket back then and you know they they I don't like them losing to the Bears and uh I don't like you know the who who they lose to so they had Falcons. another bad loss they're undefeated yeah. against the spread Atlanta Falcons but that one I don't mind. That was a tough spot. Even though uh, San Francisco did a great job staying on the East Coast, they they went up to a resort in Virginia uh, and and stayed on the East Coast a- after um, their game against uh, Carolina. It, it still wasn't enough. Um, you know, they well, and losing they must have some guys on defense played a that's big role in that game. That's too. the biggest role. That's yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, when you lose everybody on defense. Um, Nick Post is not playing. I mean, Armstead. They, I mean, the whole defense was in the hospital. So you kind of got to give them a pass for that one. All right, boys. Now let's look ahead. Let's play a little short tank. This slate of games, let's be honest, it is terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Like, I'm going through the games, not even the spreads. I'm going through the matchups. Like, Sunday night, I like to do that at the end of, a, uh, end of an evening. Maybe over a cocktail saying, all right, who's who? I'm waiting for the podfather and Sal to do all the guest line nonsense. And I'm like, holy moly, this slate of NFL football sucks. But I'll be dialed in. It's an excuse for me to watch and gamble for 11 hours. So we'll find a way to make it happen. House, there are two games that I've lined up. I'm going to get your thoughts on number one. And I don't think Raheem is going to like this. This is just my gut feel. Giants and Jaguars this week. And I know I've picked against the Giants last week. I know I was not particularly bullish on them going into the year. I love Brian Dable. I love what the defense is doing. I love what they've done in the fourth quarter. But House, aren't they begging you, bro, to bet the Giants getting three against a two and four Jacksonville team? Like that line alone tells me all I need to know about the game. I am 100% betting Jacksonville on Sunday. They are begging you, bro, to bet the Giants. They're begging. JJ, to me, that means stay away. Don't run into the fire. Jacksonville is, from my eyes, the least predictable, least certain team, perhaps in the entire NFL. I can't get a read on them. They play like a young team with a bunch of guys that are just starting to get together and figure out who, who they are. And that's because last season was a lost season. And, you know, the 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 legacy of Urban Meyer and what he bestowed upon the Jaguars, this is like the first time that that franchise has a head coach who knows what he's doing, surrounded by assistants who know what they're doing. So it's a growing pains 
season for Jacksonville. The only way I would play this game at all would be to tease the Giants up to nine. You lose some value because you're they're already sitting at three. But that's the only way I would play this. I don't see uh, the Jaguars beating anybody by two scores. Raheem, can I get you in on Jacksonville? No, you can't. And I, I think <laughs> the, 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 the oh, big I'll, reason why. Lone Wolf it is. Here, here's the thing. When I look at my model, my model actually has this game, Jacksonville minus 2.9 for, I mean, when I'm using the, this season's numbers, when I use priors, it has it at a pick em. So I'm, 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 I tend to like lean towards this season's power rankings, but Last week, I was on the Indianapolis Colts, um, and I actually played the Colts second half. And one of the things that I noticed is that when Jonathan Taylor got announced out, Matt Ryan, like, for whatever reason, we saw the second coming of our younger Matt Ryan, and he passed all over this, this Jaguars team. And I think Brian Dable is going to see that, and I think Daniel Jones could have a, a huge game in this matchup. So... I don't really want to play the, the Jaguars. I'm not really a big fan of Trevor Lawrence at this point. I just, I, I just, I think there could be some points in this game. We got a low total of 42. I would lean towards the over, if anything. But I mean, obviously, we know scoring is at an all-time low. But I just, I don't trust the Jaguars team at all. All right, the second one I am going to play. I know this for sure. Now, number, eh, we'll see about that. But I'm going to tease him every which way. House, give me the Dolphins to pick them every which way and every teaser imaginable this week. They've lost three straight games. The conquering Prince is probably returning to a back, which means the Dolphin offense, I think, is going to look much better. And I know people are going to say a rust factor whatnot. I, I think two is going to be fine in this game, having Tyree Kill, having Jalen Waddle, And I like the idea of getting the Steelers off of a win as opposed to the Steelers losing again. Like, big win over the Bucs. Everybody feeling their oats a little bit. I think this game in this spot just means a lot more to Miami. Now, you want to tell me you don't want to lay seven? Fine. But if you guys are looking for a teaser leg this week, House, can I get you on board with the Dolphins getting them to, like, one or one and a half? Yeah, so I, I love that. I will join you on that teaser leg. In fact, this whole card, teasers have been bad this season. This, yeah, we do for a teaser yeah. week. I haven't been betting yeah. them much, to be honest with you, and I think that might change this week because I see a couple I like. Right. I'm, I'm in the same position as you. I, I'm happy to play the Dolphins in this position, in this situation, all the way down. All they have to do is win outright if you're laying the one or one and a half, whatever that number ends up at. And I, I subscribe to your narrative, your version of 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 how this might play out. I think uh, Tua's triumphant return. We see that offense return, and you know the 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 Steelers have been both banged up on defense, and we haven't seen that traditional uh, uh, Steeler character, that that toughness. And I maybe it is attributable to um, the injuries, but also it's it's a transition year for the Steelers, and you you can feel it. Put Mitchell Trubisky in the heat, and then look—they're—they're they're very close to the coast. Dream, just drag him out to the deep water, and then let's let's, oh, yeah. let's see him take care of business, right? Yeah, I, like I like I like that teaser. I, I think this is a very good teaser like week. I mean, you guys mentioned the Miami Dolphins. The one that stands out to me is the Cincinnati Bengals. They're obviously I like you know that, they, Raheem. Me Excellent too. call. Excellent call. When you look at 
the Cincinnati Bengals. They have Jamar Chase, and they're going to be facing a, a Falcons defense with cluster injuries in the secondary. And that's the last thing you want with all of these, these weapons that the Cincinnati Bengals have. Another one I like is the New England Patriots. Like, they're at minus eight now. You could tease that down to under a field goal. And you got the New England Patriots facing the Chicago Bears. You got Bill Belichick coaching up, coaching against Justin Fields, who can't pass the ball. So I think between those three teaser legs, I think you got something nice. I like that, boys. Maybe a primetime two-teamer, AFC style, Podfather JJ special. We'll see. Maybe FanDuel can boost this for us. FanDuel, you're out there. We love you. You're our sponsor. You're our number one sports book. House, I think a Podfather JJ two-team special. I like it, bro. You, we should get that added to the ringer. That, I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> I think that, that, that's that's the that's the way to do it. <laughs> I'm interested in your guys' thoughts. I had one other leg that I'm contemplating. That's the Cowboys uh, at home with with uh, Mr. Dakota returning to the fold uh, by all indications. Home against Detroit. Now, Detroit had a week off, but um, worst defense in in the league now that Seattle uh, handled its business. I, again, I, I don't understand what's going on with Arizona, but that the Seattle defensive performance was um, a revelation. So now Detroit has the worst defense in the league. I like the Cowboys at home in, in this spot, um, especially with, with Dak's return. They're sitting at seven right now. Can I t- take that down to one? Isn't that Here's a good Here's my leg? concern with that. And I, I, I think they'll win a game, House. Detroit coming off a bye. Dallas coming off a Sunday night emotional division game. And is there a rust factor? I know I didn't mention the rust factor with Tua, which could be a factor. I have to acknowledge that and be fair. But I just, like, it kind of seems too good to be true. You know what I mean, dude? Like, that's, I don't like getting a team off a bye and a team coming off a divisional, emotional Sunday night spot and game. It should be a bounce back spot for the Cowboys, but for me, it's a stay away. Yeah, I tend to agree. I'm, I'm really big. I don't like to play quarterbacks who come back after a long injury, especially when they have to lay seven. I mean, we don't know. Like, football is a game of rhythm, and you asking Dak Prescott. I mean, this line is priced as if Dak Prescott is 2020 Dak Prescott. And I don't know what Dak Prescott is. We saw him in week one, and he looked pretty bad up against a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, which has turned out to really not be that good. So I'm going to stay away from this one. I, I, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, it's great. I'm convinced. This is why I asked the question. That's why I put it to you, boys. I wanted so the we'll analysis. keep it within mm-hmm. the AFCs. Now, for you guys here in week seven, uh, you have anything that stands out early, House? Not really. I, I mean, the 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 card is this teaser situation. I do like the Bengals. I think they're quietly they've they've stabilized a little bit, and I like the fact that Atlanta has ripped off this against the spread run that it's been on. I think it's a good spot to go ahead and fade them now. Um, they're not going to cover every game that they play this whole season, and I I do think the Bengals um, have somewhat righted the ship. I I think situationally, I'll probably play the Bengals, lay the number, and also put those Bengals into um, teaser legs like the way we're talking about. Raheem, what about you? You know, speaking at AFC East as far as teaser legs, I think the Jets are a good le- good teaser leg against the Broncos. I think you have a team in New York Jets which is trending upwards offensively and defensively. You got a low total at forty. 40 and a half. The Jets are getting plus three. I think you could tease that up to plus nine up against the Broncos team, which is averaging 15 points a game. They scored 16 last night. The Chargers defense has been a complete mess and they can still only muster 16 points for the game. I think Russ was three of 11 
in the second half for 15 yards. So I think you got to tease the Jets. I know they're coming off a big game, but I think the Jets are trending towards possibly being a fringe playoff team. So I'd be looking towards the Jets on a teaser. Maybe even, you know, you sprinkle something on them to cover the three and to win outright. Another one that I really, really find interesting is that Kansas City Chiefs-San Francisco 49ers game. Obviously, you do want to wait for the 49ers injury report if Nick Bose is coming back. I know he has like a groin injury, but one of the things that you see historically is that teams who go from being a home underdog, Kansas City Chiefs were getting two and a half, three last week, and now they're a road favorite. That tends not to, to work out over time, so... I think the, the books are kind of lining everybody I want to bet the Niners. I'm telling you right now, I want to bet the Niners in that game, but I need to see. Raheem, in order for me to bet the Niners in that game, I got to see if Bosa is going to play. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's more than fair. But, I mean, one thing you have to re- realize, too, is the Chiefs have some injuries. I think um, they lost their, their starting corner last week. So, I, I, I think you got 74% of the public right now on the Chiefs. This is not this is not as easy as it would. Oh, that it looks reeks like. like a sucker. I smell it. Yeah. I smell it. That's fishiest of the fishy, baby. There's gonna be a bunch of, and it'll come out over the course of the week. Um, the Niners, especially with Shanahan and Jimmy G, are awesome as underdogs. All those trends will will, will come out. Home underdogs, the Niners in that position. I think it's obviously wise to see what's gonna happen with Bosa. But over um, their relationship together, those two in that underdog, that home underdog role have been really good. So we got a lot of juicy NFL stuff in here. And even though the card stinks, it doesn't mean we can't capitalize and make some loot. JJ, before before we move on, you know, um, House mentioned those trends. Kyle Shanahan as a favorite, 14 and 24 and one. That's 37 percent. Kyle Shanahan as an underdog, 25 and 17, 60 percent. So mm. that's a new trend right it. there. And that's why more than likely I will be betting the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. So just take that for what it's worth. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need 
to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. All right, boys. Double dip in the NBA tonight. It's opening night. Uh, You got Philly and Boston. You got Golden State and Los Angeles. And Raheem, I know that you, my friend, have eyed this spot for the Philadelphia 76ers. Dude, what you bet this, like a month ago? Yeah, I gave this. I think I gave this out on this podcast, uh, I'd say about two, three weeks ago. It was four and a half. Obviously, there is no Robert Williams. I think Al Horford is getting a little bit old. He's getting long in the tooth. This Philadelphia 76ers team, I think they're, I mean, they're they're going to be one of the best regular season teams this year. And I think they're going to be dominant. I, I do like the Celtics, but I, I love the Sixers team. I took them at four and a half. This actually got bet down to two and a half. And we're seeing some Celtics money show up in the market. I do like the total. I think this is an over. I mean, we're looking at 216. Well, it's I, already, I think, it went for, it opened at 213 and a half. Now it's at 216, Raheem. Interesting. Yeah, I think you can bet this up to about 218. I really like, I think you're going to see a lot of points. I think both of these offenses are going to be rolling. I did like the Sixers at four and a half. I, obviously, that's down to three, three and a half. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think the way Philly sports is rolling right now, I think they win this game outright. I have no reason to argue with the dream on this one. I do think that um, the uncertainty around Boston's defensive scheme with, M- you know, how they approach Embiid is going to be the the difference. And that's going to be fascinating to watch. I mean, I might play second half live. This is going to be some live betting opportunity, I feel like. My going into the game inclination is to play the Sixers' money line, uh, an outright win. Notwithstanding the fact the Celtics own the Sixers and, and have been, you know, historically over the last couple of years beating their butts. But um, I, I like the way that this Sixers team has come together. I bet they're over on their season total. I'm bullish on Embiid's health. I'm going to knock on wood. Every time we say Embiid, I'm just going to knock on wood because we mm-hmm. need him to get 68 games last year was awesome. If we just get, if we can get to 65, I really like how they fortified themselves and all the uncertainty around the Celtics. We've been through it a number of different times and done another a different ways and on, the, on a number of different shows. Um, we got to see that defense without Robert Williams and and especially taking on Embiid. So I'm I'm on the Sixers. I'm I'm right there with the dream. So boys, I don't want to bet this game because I feel like I did not get the best of the number with Philadelphia. That bothers me a little bit. And you mentioned it, House. The Boston Celtics have absolutely whooped them over the last couple of years. So, like, for me, I'm in on Philadelphia for the season. I bet the over like you guys did. I think they're going to have a terrific, terrific campaign. But it's like one of those games for me where I want to let it kind of play out. I want to see how Philly can actually stick it to Boston, take it to Boston, and maybe it's the loss of Udoka for the year. Maybe it's not having Robert Williams there. might be a factor. But, Raheem, I'm laying off this one. I root for you. Because I'd rather you be happy as opposed to the podfather being happy. So I'm emotionally (laughs) invested in the Sixers tonight. So full disclosure, I'm rooting for you. I'm just not going to play it. I am though, guys. I am going to play the second game tonight. And maybe it's because the baseball will be over. And my Yankees hopefully will be in the American League Championship Series. We'll get to that in a moment. But am I nuts, guys? House, I can't believe I'm saying this. Because we faded this team all last year. They were good to us. Because they really sucked and they made us a lot of money. I like the Lakers tonight, plus seven. Am I like certifiably insane? 
But I kind of think for Golden State, a lot of nonsense going on, not playing their guys a ton, maybe like easing them into the regular season. I just get the sense the Lakers will be more, what's the word I'm looking for, amped for this game. And I'm willing to take the points and take the chance, not for them to win, but I'm grabbing seven with the Lakers. Am I am I nuts? I am right there with you. I am all over the Lakers for the late game. And it's uh, because of what you just mentioned, JJ. I don't like all of the nonsense of the past week with Golden State. I said this on the uh, Bill Simmons podcast last week. When Draymond punched Jordan Poole, he might as well have punched me because I really <laughs> loved the Warriors this year. I thought they were not getting the kind of attention that they deserve. I think that they quietly reloaded with the combination of what we're going to see from Moody, from Kaminga, from Wiseman, and the guys that left created opportunities for those younger guys to come in. And I think that, that we're going to get a, a great season out of Jordan Poole. You know, he's got the, the the big money coming to him. He deserved it. He earned it. I really like the version of, of Golden State, but the, the, the Draymond inserted all this nonsense into the mix. He didn't play or practice, you know, for a few days so he could go around and do his mea culpas. Uh, and I don't want to do it to want to invest in Golden State until we see a little bit of what that chemistry looks like, because it looks like a chemistry experiment for a little while here. And I also don't like ever taking a home team on ring night. That's just a basic like first game of the season ring night tonight uh, in Golden State. I'm not, I'm not touching that. The Lakers have something to prove, though. They cannot come out and look like dogs and, and you know, uh, give away the game in the fourth quarter and show everybody that last season, um, you know, we're in for a potential repeat of, of last season. I think they're motivated to come out, show the world, look, it's it's the only game on, you know, this is the beautiful thing about the NBA. Tuesday night, there's nothing else on. We'll be all be staying up late together. It's Lakers uh, and then game one in the NLCS. I hope that goes five hours. So I got two TVs going <laughs> house. I like it. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. So I'm, I'm on the Lake Show. Yeah, I agree with you guys on the Lake Show. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of this Warriors team. I really wasn't a fan of them last year. I was telling somebody yesterday that I would go to my grave believing that the Celtics should have won that series. They were up. They were on the way I to agree with you. They, were there. They, they completely screwed the pooch in game four, Raheem, and they never recovered. Yeah. So I, I wasn't really crazy about them last year, but when you look at this team this year, they lose Gary Payton um, the second. They lose Otto Porter. They lose Bielitsa. They lose Damian Lee. They lose Juan Castillo. Toscano Anderson. You replaced them with Dante DiVincenzo and Jeremichael Green. And I know you're going to be playing guys like Kaminga and Wiseman more minutes, but those guys don't know how to play basketball yet. And I'm just, I mentioned this before on the preview podcast. Teams who go to Asia, they tend to struggle with their win total going under because the first couple of weeks of the season, they don't really have their conditioning. They didn't have a full off season. You had guys banged up. You had Moses Moody. He was hurt. You had Patrick Ballman. He was hurt. Andre Iguodala. He's Larry Holmes status at this point. So this is a shorter rotation. And I think one of the things that you heard Steve Kerr say is that the team's condition is not up to speed. So they're going to be spreading the wealth and playing a lot more guys. So I think the Lakers can keep this one close. One thing I will say is that we got to be looking towards the Warriors third quarter because I think the Lakers probably keep it close in that first half, but that that Warriors third quarter has been the best bet in basketball for the last eight years. Something to keep in mind. I like that. Warriors third quarter, fade the Lakers in the third quarter. So maybe uh, 
a, a double the meat action for me in the late game of the NBA opening tip. But, gentlemen, we close with some high stakes baseball this afternoon at Yankee Stadium, tonight for Raheem's Philadelphia Phillies. Raheem, you talked to me yesterday about your concern for the Yankees in this spot. We were talking Jamison Tyon against Savale. Well, I waited at Yankee Stadium outside of it. I didn't go in. I was at the bodega. I had a couple of $2 Modellos instead of $12 Modellos. You'd be proud of me for that, Joe House. You know Winning it. strategy. That's what you do in the Bronx. That's, That's what we do. That's how you do it. However, now it's Nesta Cortez. My dude, Funk, Flair, the stash, pitched decently against Cleveland. Cleveland struggled against lefties all year. Raheem, does this change your handicap of this game knowing the Yankees will have Cortez starting as opposed to Jamison Tyon. Oh, this I mean, this is huge. And I think it's not only huge for to have Cortez starting, it's the fact that you give the bullpen an extra day of rest. I mean, that bullpen was absolutely dead. I mean, you saw it in the ninth inning the other night. So I, I think this is absolutely huge. I I lean towards the towards the Yankees. I was ready to, to fire yeah, on the Yeah, There we go. See house. <laughs> I, maybe we need a little rain in the forecast. I like that 24 hours later, Raheem doesn't want to let me down. He doesn't want me walking out of Yankee <laughs> Stadium devastated tonight. That That's my boy, Raheem. House, I got two bets for you for this game. And I know you'll ride with me. Yankees to win. Anthony Rizzo, who is a postseason hero and has great numbers against Savale, to get a hit, you get it in FanDuel, like plus 150. Are you in? All I need is a hit from Rizzo? I thought you were going to say it. home run. Yankee win, Rizzo hit, plus 150. I'm on that. You know I'm on that. I'm, I'm backing you all the way. America needs the Yankees in the ALCS. It'll be they beautiful. do, Raheem, let's be honest. TBS does not want to see <laughs> Gordian Astro game one on Wednesday night. Not exactly not at all. a ratings bonanza. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> now, House, I know you are not a fan of the Philadelphia Phillies, but our guy Raheem, has his boys in the National League Championship Series. Now, this is where I'm going to let you down, Raheem. I'm betting the Padres tonight. I think Boo. it's a bad spot for the Phillies. I know, I know. I got to do it. Here's why I got to do it. Flying to the West Coast, coming off an emotional series. I just think the spot favors San Diego and you, Darvish, on the mound. Uh, Raheem, they're your boys. I know you're not betting against them. There's no way. So you'll sit it out or you betting the Phillies? I mean, you know, I'm I'm more loyal to my bankroll than anything, but I think Willer's the better pitcher here. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, and I just I think the Yan- I think the Phillies are gonna win this series. Um, I'm probably gonna put something on them. See, to win I don't the know how I feel about this series yet, Raheem. I'm just talking game one tonight. I'm gonna be on the Padres. You know, Willer was really impressive, even against the, I mean, against the Braves. They lost very that game, impressive. but very. But it's it, it's just to me. I, I just think that, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the Phillies have the, the better offense. You look at, I know they traded for Juan Soto, but the Padres' offense really hasn't changed. Like, from at, before the trade, after the trade, they're still inconsistent. And I think the one thing about that series against the Dodgers that I saw is that the Dodgers were like two for 24 with runners in scoring position. The Phillies aren't going to let those opportunities go. So I like the Phillies in game one. I might try to make this series. Um, I might fly, fly to Philadelphia or fly to San Diego to catch one of these games. I think Philly, Philadelphia wins tonight. I think, I mean, honestly, I like a Philadelphia 76ers 
Philadelphia Phillies. A Philly Philly special is your play of the night, then. Okay. (laughs) Yes, that's that's my play tonight. Philly Philly special. There is something to that. I bet that's a big fat number. You know what I mean? The 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 Sixers money line plus the Phillies. Should get Fanduel a boost, that Raheem. Get on him. Let's go. That's That's, Let's go. That's pretty juicy. I might do a tiny bit. You guys know I'm not a parlay guy. All right. I don't parlay that much. I might parlay for a little bit for fun. I think both Philadelphia teams win tonight. It's it's our time. House, are you betting this baseball game tonight? Um, I'm going to do the Philly Philly special, but just for fun and just just for support. I can't really go against the West Coast Nationals, and I really can't, uh, which is which is the Padres. And I really cannot, under any circumstances other than something fun where I'm supporting the dream, endorse the Philadelphia Phillies. They're in a, a National League East team. Bryce Harper is a bum. I'm not touching <laughs> uh, that, that, that bum team or investing anything serious in them. So basically, we have two specials that FanDuel needs to take care of now. The JJ Podfather Dolphin Patriotes and Raheem's Philly Philly special. So, dude, you never know what you're going to get on East Coast Bias. We just gave the folks at FanDuel some unbelievable content uh, every which way here. I was looking for a creative term there, and I couldn't think of one, to be honest with you. So, screw it. <laughs> I don't know either. I can't contact kill it. No, I, I'm not very good. Yeah, I'm definitely Raheem, not going to be able to figure it out. <laughs> JJ, House, this is up It's going to be a very eventful night. Raheem, good luck to your Philly teams. House, good luck to your bankroll, and, and pray for me, guys, with my Yankees, please. Praying for oh, yeah, the we'll Yankees. I got a premonition. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have a repeat of 2009, but we're gonna beat your Yankees in the World Series. Well, Raheem, <laughs> let me tell you something. If that is the case, I think you and I need to be in attendance at every World Series game. So we got to think oh, about without that. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I like the sound <laughs> of that. For Raheem Palmer and Joe House, great work by the War Gone Warrior as always. JJ signing off. We'll be back next week. The boys will have some NFL content later in the week. We don't stop on the Ringer Gambling Show. Be good, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Maybelline New York. Get ready to bring the heat with Maybelline's newest lip plumping gloss, Lifter Plump. Fair warning, though, it's hot. Like, literally. It's formulated with chili peppers to bring a heated sensation and an instant plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Hot Honey, and more. Buy Lifter Plump now on Amazon and use the code 10PLUMP to get 10% off for a limited time. Tap the banner to learn more.